0: Welcome to the Destiny Church and Throne Podcast, where we hope to inspire, stir, and provoke you to know Jesus and make Him known in your daily life. Enjoy!
1: Perfect! If you got a word, but also at the same time, he's saying, stretch yourself, you go to Walmart, whatever. Just a few days ago, I was at a good old (laughs) Chick-fil-A. I go in there, I order some food, and there's this guy. I go first, and then out of nowhere, this guy behind me, and I'm waiting there for my food. Justin? As I'm waiting there for my food, uh I just I'm like, you know what, why not? I was <laughs> like, Why not? I'm just gonna I just you know, I was like, Lord, what's a word for this guy that I was like he's ordering food now and I'm waiting for mine I'm like what's something I can encourage this guy with? Like what is what is something, Lord? Like anything. Anyway, and I just get a word from him. I just get like a small encouraging word. I'm like, hey, man, can I share this with you? And he's like, sure, yeah, I guess. (laughs) It was kind of those awkward moments, you know? And he's like, "Uh, yeah, I guess. And uh, anyway, I share it, man. It was just so cool because it was actually, he was a youth. You can tell he was a youth kid in high school. And a lot of the word was just, you know, finding his identity in Jesus and just truly knowing, like, he's enough. Jesus is enough for you. And, dude, this kid was just blown away. He was basically telling me how, like, man, I never really heard something like that. He's like, I never heard that, like, you know, Jesus truly is, like, enough for me when I'm trying to go and get all these other things at high school. But it was just amazing. It really was. He was just super stirred and super just blown away by it. And just stuff like that is what I'm saying. These words you get, and we're stirring each other up. Like, truly, man, there's people out there anywhere that just needs a touch from God. Or not just like, you know, but just a simple seed planting because God gives the increase, right? And uh, I'll share a testimony later on about that. (laughs) But uh, anyway, the thing I really just want to talk about tonight is just, you know, simple. It's uh, basically just getting fresh oil for yourself. Just getting the oil that the Lord has for you, and the oil is just, it's your relationship with Jesus. It's that intimacy, you know what I mean? you be like, what's oil, you know what I mean? It's just, you know, that relationship that you have with Jesus, grow, making it grow stronger. It's about getting fresh oil tonight. It's about truly being personal and intentional with Jesus about your own relationship with him. And <clears throat> the verse I'm going to use a story is in Matthew 25, 2 through 4. And it says, uh, this says, right, it says five, this is about, you know, the ten virgins stuff like that. Five had oil, five didn't. You know, the foolish ones, all that stuff, the wise ones, you know. Anyway, it says, five of them were foolish and ill-prepared, for they took no extra oil for their lamps. Five of them were wise, for they took a flash of olive oil with their lamps. And like I said, I love this because I just look at the lamp, once again, being the thing is yourself, your relationship with Jesus that, you know, the enemy loves to just try to distract you from. Just the enemy loves to just try to, you know, hey, go, whatever, take your eyes off Jesus. And just a background thing real quick is I love this because the word oil there is the same word they use for olive oil. And olive oil in the Bible, simply, you can go, you know, if you want to look it up yourself, but... Olive oil, and you know, in the Bible, when they talked about that, usually meant just the presence of God. Like another word for it was just the glory, the presence of God, which means, you know, God manifests himself, right? And it's so cool because if you look at it like that, so these people took, once again, this extra type oil. You know what I mean? They took like this extra thing of just, you know— relationship, having that extra, sitting at his feet, sitting at his feet, having that extra oil. So I love that part right there, just knowing that it just means his presence, like truly. I love this part too. It's like this, we can't live off those old encounters with Jesus. And that's the main thing about this. You can't, hey, you got an amazing word tonight, probably someone who got an amazing word tonight, guess what? Go stir that word up. Go truly, go after that word you got tonight. Don't let it just be like one encounter and like 10 years later be like, well, uh, I got a word a long time ago. You know, I just, you know, I'm sitting there. You know what I mean? I am just got a word a long time ago and, you know, but I really just want to help you. Just don't live off those old encounters, uh, you know, with Jesus. And just because he truly has fresh oil for us daily. He has something fresh for us every single day. Every day there's something fresh for us. Either you can go read your word. Maybe you're like, you know, I don't never had a crazy encounter with Jesus. I never saw him face to face, you know. But truly, I'm telling you, one of the easiest ways you can do it, go read the Bible. Just go dig into the Bible and you have an encounter through his word that would give you that oil. And like I said, I'm going to go deeper into that. What you mean by, like, once again, the oil. You know, David. <laughs> you know, David had, like, this battle with David. You know, we all know Goliath. We all know that story. But it's so cool because, once again, before he fought Goliath, what happened? He had extra oil by saying, God saved me from this lion and bear. He had extra oil already. So here's Saul, which was the king for David. He's just some, you know, crazy, you know, killer king. <laughs> and, uh, and here's David just, you know, on the scene. He was the, they say he was a teenager, you know, David versus Goliath. He was a teenager at this time. And Saul, the king of the entire nation, was afraid of this giant. And here comes David again. He comes and the only reason why he had courage, the only reason why he had the courage and the passion to go fight Goliath is because he had an encounter with God. Because he had that extra oil. He had that fresh oil from God to say, hey, I can beat this uh, giant. Why? Because this encounter, I had it with God. I had an encounter with God in the secret place. You know, because we all know, if you don't know, he was a shepherd. And, you know, we all symbolize that as like the quiet time, you know, a secret place because no one was out there. It was just him taking care of the sheep. And that, you know, once again, symbolizes there it is, sitting at his feet, getting that extra oil daily, just reading your Bible, digging into your word, or just simply praying and worshiping and praising. Getting that because you never know, because like I said before, these battles come up or anything in life, you had that extra oil. You have that oil to lean on. And I love this real quick. And then many years later, David's grown up, and now David's king. Many years later. And now David's king, and then, you know, he's running from Saul. He's running from Saul this time. And then out of nowhere, not from Saul, my bad. It's actually one of his old, uh, one of his family members, I believe it was his sons. He's running from them because they're trying to murder him. And then out of nowhere, what happens is he runs into this man and he says, dude, like, do you have a weapon? He actually, you know, I'm paraphrasing. He actually tells this man in a nutshell, hey, uh, I, was, I had to run so fast from my home that I, I did not have no time to get a weapon for me. Do you have anything for me? And, of course, you don't know the story. He says, hey, you had the sword of Goliath here. And notice that David didn't lean on the same encounter of lion and the bear. He wasn't like, well, I had this lion and the bear I fought a long, long time ago, man. But he had a new encounter with God. He had something else, a new encounter. He didn't live off that encounter before, but he just had a new encounter of saying, instead of, you know, he could have said, hey, remember when God fought Lion of the Bear? But no, he said the Goliath. There's just these new encounters God's waiting for us to truly just have, either in battle, either in anything in life. Like I said, reading the word. And there's these new encounters that we have daily to help us in life, to go deeper into him. But anyway, that, I think that was just really awesome how, you know, you see that and just knowing that we can't live off the same encounter every single day of our life. We can't live off that old encounter of like, yeah, it happened 20,000 years ago or whatever. <laughs> it happened so long ago, but God is calling us truly, man, to this just fresh oil, man. He's calling us to truly get this fresh bread in the word of God. He really is. I love this because uh, I look at it even at myself. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, in my life, me and my wife one day, if you, don't, if you don't have us on Facebook, but this happened a few months ago, our ceiling collapsed. You know, we go home and it just collapsed. Literally, we come home and it's like everywhere. <laughs> like, there's a huge hole in our ceiling. You know, I could have got so angry. I could have got discouraged. I could have said, man, what, what is this about? But instead, I had some extra oil. You know what I mean? I had some of that extra oil in life that I've been sitting at the feet of Jesus. And instead of getting discouraged, instead of getting discouraged, I was able to encourage myself. Which brings us to my next point real quick. I love this. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) There's an awesome And that Matthew, uh, the same story, Matthew 25, 5, it says, when the bridegroom, talking about Jesus, when the bridegroom didn't come, when they expected, they all grew drowsy and fell asleep. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? And that's kind of what kind of brings my next point. Like I said, sometimes in life, like that ceiling, I didn't know it came out of nowhere. I was not expecting it. And there's sometimes that happens in life again. Like that's why it's important just to sit at his feet daily because some things in life happen unexpectedly. Just like these people, they, he didn't come when they expected him to come. And they fell asleep. They became drowsy. You know, the same thing could happen for us like that. The ceiling falling down. You know, if I wasn't already I have a lifestyle of just cultivating at the feet of Jesus, I would have saw that and I would have got angry. I would have got so frustrated so discouraged like man like what are we going to do getting doubt worry finances all this stuff but instead i didn't and so like i said i had that extra oil of sitting at the feet of jesus for myself and getting whatever he had for me in the word and worship prayer whatever it was i was able to encourage myself in the lord i love this uh, story uh once again I'm telling you, David had a crazy life. <laughs> he really did. He another incident in David's life. <clears throat> literally, so a huge war happened, and a lot of, like, the children and the land died from the war. And basically, the entire city was saying stone David. They were saying, let's kill David, literally, and the word says that they said that to David. It's in uh, 2 Samuel. As they said, basically, they're going to stone David for this incident of all the children dying. It says David got away and encouraged himself in the Lord. That's exactly what it says. It says David encouraged himself in the Lord, which is very important, like I'm saying right now. And just something like these, all these encounters David had over and over in his life, having these daily encounters with Jesus. He wrote half, he wrote about, I believe like 83 Psalms. He wrote more than half of them. All these encounters he had in worship, all these songs he was singing out, for this reason he encouraged himself. And I want to encourage you right now. I want to tell you something. I'm telling you, if you don't learn to encourage yourself, it's going to be very hard to truly walk in your full destiny God has for you if you don't learn to just encourage yourself to truly sit at his feet and that brings me once again real quick to the next point it's just simply it's in a <clears throat> and this part right here is about it's just about god being personal you know that other one just being prepared you know he comes unexpectedly you know what i mean he just comes you know not expected out of nowhere but once again you have that extra oil you're sitting at his feet daily you're preparing yourself daily Like, just like David again, hey, I fought the lion and the bear, you know? Literally, think about that. Saul could have had the same encounter that David had by him discovering, like, wow, God truly is my my person in battle, man. He really does fight my battles for me. Saul could have had that same encounter, but he didn't have fresh oil in his life when the battle came. He didn't have that extra oil in his life. He truly wasn't intimate with God. He wasn't truly, you know, allowing God to just truly wreck his life daily like David was. And that's why when the battle came, he didn't know what to do. and said he ran from the battle Why David was able to say, hey, I can take this guy on. Why? Because I had an encounter at the sheep field in the quiet place. I had an encounter with God, so I got some fresh oil with me. I got some extra oil that I have with me right now. <clears throat> and just a side note, when uh, olive oil... When it basically goes out of date, it leaves a very, very ugly smell. It smells very bad, very sour. And just as a side note, sometimes when we don't encounter the Lord daily, our our oil becomes expired, and it uh, it doesn't attract people like it used to. It doesn't attract people. Why? Because we smell sour. Hopefully in real life, no. But, But anyway, like truly just sometimes our oil, when we don't have that fresh oil, daily encountering jesus in our bedroom and spiritually literally think about that. our fragrance for release doesn't attract the people anymore it doesn't attract the people anymore to us because we've been living off this expire oil we've been living off this one encounter that we had so many moons ago instead of saying man i just got to get back into the bedroom with jesus and just have this fresh oil whatever it is the word prayer worship praise whatever it is all this is really just stirring your hope it stirs you up to go deeper into him and to have that fresh oil daily so when something happens you can share a testimony of saying you know what I didn't freak out <laughs> I didn't get discouraged I didn't cry <laughs> you know I didn't get frustrated I didn't worry I didn't doubt but instead I was able to release a new song but instead, I was able to truly go out and see somebody get wrecked by Jesus. When I should have, you know, once again, been upset, whatever it was. So right, the next one, like I said, I hope that I encourage you right there. So the next one really is uh, just how God wants to truly encounter us, how it's all about being personal with him. <clears throat> and this one basically right here, it's, it's so good, though. But the next thing it says, it talks about, it's so good. Because I believe when God gives us this oil, I believe it's always going to do something on the inside of us. It's all about us being transformed in, the, in, in our hearts. Um, <clears throat> yeah, here it is. Anyway, Matthew 25a says, The foolish ones are running out of oil. So they said to the five wise ones, Share your oil with us because our lamps are going out. And yes, I know iron sharpens iron. We just did it just now, honestly. You know, we gave you some oil for your lamps, honestly. Honestly. But at the same time, there's sometimes, and to be honest, those people, they didn't have enough. They didn't, didn't sack I could share with you real quick because some things were happening. But sometimes that's what I loved right there because sometimes we got to get our own oil. We got to go sit at his feet. Once again, encourage yourself to sit at his feet and get your own oil. Sit at his feet. Praise, worship, read. Sit there because, once again, he's a personal God. I figured that out. <laughs> I had to, beginning of my walk, you know, sometimes I was like, man, you know, I really love, you know, not saying it's bad to go listen to people, it's not, I go here and there, revival service, but there were some personal things God wanted me to encounter. He wanted me to encounter Him on a personal level that now I have, and it, it's literally has wrecked my life. It's kept me burning for Him. It hasn't just kept me saying I got a new ministry or whatever, it's kept my heart branded for Him. His name, it's marked my heart by sitting at his feet. We all know the story about Moses. You know, Moses, once again, he's the one that, you know, everybody, he went up to the mountain. Everybody was like, hey, you go up to the mountain for us and, you know, come back and tell us what he said. You know, there's a lot of people like that. Like Pastor John was saying, we don't treat this as a, uh, what is it, to refresh yourself. We don't treat it like that. You should, like He said daily you should be encountering him daily you should be encountering him every single day and not because you have to but because you simply love him and you simply want to that's what starts happening honestly when you have encounters like for real you start falling madly in love with him like you really do you just start like you're like dude i don't care about anything else i I need i need to just see jesus i need to just sit at his i need to worship let me just love on him like literally like i said when the ceiling fell there's nothing else i could do except just cry and go sit at his feet that night And just say, Jesus, you're amazing. Like, you really are good. Like, you're going to have my family. You're so good to us. Like, there's nothing better on this earth. (laughs) And that's why David, if you don't know the story, David was the first person to become king and a priest. Because he was just showing the world simply because back in those days, if you didn't know, the priests were the only ones that can encounter God. They're the only ones that, not encounter them, but truly go into the presence of God is what I mean. Go into the holy of holies. The priests were the only ones to do that. So David came into this time and said, I'm a priest and a king saying, hey, anybody can encounter God on a daily level, on a daily, every single day of his life. We can now, that's literally what he established on earth, David did. David was the first time ever, first person ever to be a king and a priest because he was just showing the world like we're all priests, God wants to encounter all of us. He wants us to have a personal encounter with Him daily. And First uh, Samuel, real quick, just to wrap it up, real quick. And First Samuel, I mean not First Samuel, 2, I mean Matthew twenty-five, <clears throat> seven. It says so all the basically all the uh, bride I mean, all the brides to be all. The, so it says in here this uh, translation says so all the girls got up and trimmed their lamps when they saw the bridegroom coming. All the virgins, the ten virgins, wise and foolish, they stood up and trimmed their lamps. I love this one because uh, (laughs) I love it because simply even the the foolish ones though trim their lamps. They try to decorate their lamps. They try to make them look pretty, but inside they're empty. You know what I mean? Inside the lamps were empty. They trimmed the lamps, you know, they try to make them look all pretty. But inside they're empty, and that's what I'm. And that's the last thing I'm just want to wrap it up with. You know, it's about the oil. You know, the oil is what's on the inside, and sometimes the fire of God is what shows on the outside of the people. But the oil is what's on the inside of us. That's what Jesus looks at. He sees the oil that's in your heart. These, like I said, these foolish ones trimmed that lamp. Like, oh, yeah, let me make it look pretty just like the other ones that have oil. Let me make it look. But Jesus actually says at the end, I never knew you. He says, I never knew you. That's what he tells those foolish ones. I never knew you. They could have been like, dude, my lamps look just as good as them. man. I trimmed it up. You know, I made it look pretty. I decorated it. But he says, I never knew you because it's all about what's on the inside of your heart. That's all about the oil. (laughs) It's all about, once again, the fire can show on the outside. Truly, that's what sometimes attracts people to Jesus. But the oil is it's the personal thing about you and Jesus. That's the personal thing is you and Jesus' is the oil. And that's what's on the inside of the lamps is the oil. So, anyways, I just once again wrapped it up. Just know that <laughs> we want fresh oil. We don't want to have expire oil. <laughs> we don't want oil that's out of date. We want to encounter Jesus every day so I just encourage y'all <laughs> just read your Bible <laughs> go sit at his feet literally just go sit at his feet and just say God like like I said the way he wants to encounter what if you're like God I want to see you face to face just go seriously ask him that the woman at the well said can you teach me about worship it's that simple <laughs> go to your bedroom and say Jesus can you teach me something or Jesus can I see you seriously it's that simple but anyway, Father, I just want to pray over y'all. Father, I just pray over these people, God. That we truly will always have fresh oil daily. That every single day we have just we're going after you, Jesus, every day. Wanting to just see a new side of you. Wanting to go deeper in the word, Father. Wanting to just get new songs to sing to you, Jesus. We don't want expire oil. We don't want just out-of-date oil, God. We just want fresh oil. We want to encounter you every day, uh, daily bread, like your word says. You have daily bread for us, Jesus. (laughs) That's why the Bible says he prepares a table in the midst of our enemies. (laughs) Because literally there's bread, even in those hard moments, Jesus is still saying, encounter me. Just encounter me. Sit at the table and dine with me. Father, I pray we do that. We just sit at the table and just dine with you. And we just literally listen to you. We'd be like a Mary and just sit at your feet and just absorb everything that you're telling us. And we do it by faith. We may look at ourselves and say, oh, it's quiet in this room or, man, <laughs> you know, our prayer is going hitting the wall. But, Lord, we're going to do it by faith. And we're going to know, God, that you hear us and we're going to know that you're there with us. And we're not going to give up and we're going to keep pushing through. So, Jesus, we love you. You're amazing. You're so good to us, Jesus. Just let us have that fresh oil in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, God, you're good, man. You're good. Yes, Jesus.
0: Yeah, I want to say this,
1: too. Um,
0: You know, what Pastor David was just was just talking about, um, it offends lazy Christianity. (laughs) Fresh oil offends lazy Christianity. Amen. Why? Because the Lord is calling you into this place. You know, communication is one of the greatest reasons for divorce. Communication issues is one of the forefront leading causes of divorce. When there's no communication in a marriage, right? You, you, can, you can Google it. Like, just Google it and look up some of the, the key contributors to divorce in a household. And one of those is communication. It's almost impossible to be in covenant relationship and not be in daily communication. Like, come on. Like, it would be so foreign to me. If I woke up and that day I did not talk with my wife, look at her, maybe say, hey, and walk away. Like, that day, like, it would just be weird. (laughs) She's like, especially if we're in the living room together at the end, Something's on TV or we're just hanging out and she's on this couch. I'm over here and I'm just like, and we're just quiet, no talking. Like, let's think about the reality of relationship for a second. It takes daily investment into that thing, man. You know when people are invested in something and when they're not. You know, you can, you can see it when it's like, okay, like, yeah, you're, yeah, okay, you know. Leviticus chapter 6 says this. It says that the fire of the altar must be kept burning and it must never go out. Each morning the priest will add fresh wood to the fire and arrange the burnt offering on it. Then he will burn the fat of the peace offering. Remember, the fire must be kept burning on the altar at all times. It must never go out. Let's put that into the new dispensation and the new covenant that we have now. We can look at it from the place of Jesus paid the price and was the greatest sacrifice of all. So now I just have to rest in the sacrifice of Jesus. But in resting in the sacrifice of Jesus, I may have to keep that burning fire. I may have to keep in communication. I may have to sit at the altar, right? I maybe have to be on my face and just loving on Him, just singing to Him, being in relationship. It would be foolish of me to just be like, "Yeah, Jesus got it," and just kind of do whatever I want all day, every day, and be like, "Oh, Jesus has it taken care of," right? Because think about in the last days, we literally had revival, God. We had revival in Jesus' is like, I had no idea who you were, but, but, but God, like we had awakenings and outpourings and, and God, it was like every service was revived when we healed the sick and cast out demons. And he's like, mm, I was, I'm, I'm just not able to identify you. I'm just not able to know you. One of the things we teach here often is that word know is genosco. It means to intimately know someone as a husband knows his wife. And all the merry men said, amen. Amen. (laughs) Glory. Yeah. Um, But even think, we could could go there too, man. Come on. So with that all being said, guys, thank you, Pastor David, for releasing that. Um, I believe that that is a call to each and every one of us to remember to contend for the fire of God, not letting the enemy steal the things that God is trying to do in our life. Amen. Because things like that, like coming home and seeing your ceiling on the ground, Yeah. Right. Um, But when you have that oil burning and you know his heart, you know who he is, uh, you're able to walk in the revelation of his goodness and know, you know what? I'm going to be anchored in that no matter what happens, God is good and it's all working for the good. Amen. All right. Before we leave, we're going to pray for Veronica and we're going to pray for Caitlin.